What circle of hell what? do you control, sir? Oh, demon is a bold claim. I was like, genius is not a bold claim. That's legit. I was quoting Halo, though. Oh, I see. That's why I have no context, because I've never played those games except for two, and that was only for, like, two days at a friend's house. The monitor's in, too. What uh, up, uh, membranes? Membranes. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, it's okay. That's all right. It's Easter. I'll, I'll let it slide. Tis the day to forgive. And Jesus and eggs and chickens. And yeah, happy Easter, membranes. Happy Easter, membranes. I hope everyone enjoyed their Zoom video chats with their families, or if you all got together, I hope it was in groups of less than 10. Blue's Clues style egg hunt. That's right. Whose Clues? Blue's Clues. That's right. Oh, Ian, 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 Ian. I know, we finished the Tiger King. We certainly did. And there was an extra episode that was a nice touch. Oh, and it was a doozy. It was only 40 minutes, and um, it was nice. Episode might be a strong word for it, though. It was After like, action review. Right, it was like a, like a simulcast. Like this dude, apparently he called Netflix... Um, apparently he's some famous person, but neither one of us know who he is. No, no, um, he I, did a good job interviewing. Yeah, he did a very good job interviewing. He, I mean, like, uh, he asked some prevalent questions, which was nice. I did not know that Joe Exotic was a uh, scared of big cat. I know that was so funny to discover. What the heck is he doing then? Like, uh, at the end, cowboy guy. Cowboy guy is great, which we'll talk about in a minute because the I read that article. But uh, producer fella, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I just call him Cowboy guy. So Cowboy guy, he tells you at the end of his little simulcast thing, he moved to Normandy or yeah, Normandy wasn't it? No. Uh, Norway. Yes. Norway. There Normandy it is. He's a city in France. Mm. Or and, an area. I don't know if it's a it, city. And now he's married to some chick. He seems to be doing well. Uh. But he gets recognized over there, and apparently it's like in their newspapers and shit. Like, this shit has taken the world by storm. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, but yeah, he's the one that reveals that Joe, this whole time, was like, scared Afraid of big cats of big and cats. shit. Yeah. That is so funny. You'd think I, he'd be in a different line of work. Also, I thought it was really interesting how balanced everybody was, like, in talking shit about Joe, but at the same time, kind of having nice things to say. But the universal like consensus is that he should stay in prison. Yeah. Um, apparently he was not a nice man, and now I regret shaving my mustache in the form of Joe Exotic. Yeah, I recommended <laughs> not doing that. Oh, I'm going to trim it up tonight. It's going to be just a regular mustache. You should just let it grow again. Yeah, I will. No, I, I certainly will. I need to trim down my mustache though, so it doesn't look stupid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, people at work got a kick out of it. They're I like, bet oh they my did. God, you're the Tiger King. They yeah, caught that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Every wow. yeah, everyone at work was the one that told me we should watch this because they were like, "This is the greatest thing I think I've ever seen." And it's like, mm, I don't it, know. That's <laughs> interesting. I wouldn't go that far. Right. I mean, like, I'd watch it again if I was like bored or doing something around the house. Yeah, I could. I might do that. <laughs> right. I think. I think though, what was really cool is. Um, the person who got their arm ripped off, yeah. uh, Shay, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing names. their name right, um, how they were, how still to this day has the attitude of like, hey man, I knew what I signed up for when I took this job and like, I still love those animals. Like they all really love these animals. Your favorite guy, 
Um, the manager, whomever it was. Yeah, the guy with the blonde hair who didn't even know that, uh, what was it? He didn't know what a meme was. Yeah, which does not surprise me. <laughs> right, he doesn't seem like the type of person who would engage in memeing. Um, or the internet, really, at all. <laughs> God. He, he's funny though and like his, he, he's pretty much stayed the same and then we actually you know after watching the interview with um the low guy the guy who took over Jersey, oh yeah jeff jeff low yeah i i, I kind of him. feel bad for him how the documentary painted him he seems very legitimate i feel bad for everyone that was painted in a bad light by that documentary whether or not they deserved it that is not what I think a documentary is supposed to be about. But to be fair... No, to be fair. No, to be fair. Um, Carol Baskins deserves every goddamn moment of everything well, she ever gets. Well, that should be addressed <laughs> in something other than an informative... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. A oh. documentary that right. should just be portraying... or I can't think of words right now. Hey, conveying you- information rather than pressing a point of view i mean that's a good point but hey all you cool cats and kittens that is such a cute opener yet god if only it wasn't trademarked by her is it i think it is i think it's their like trademark thing we could we could have made that our intro ian we don't know we're we're fucking up Um, we've got a better one we sure do what's up membranes we may not know it 100 percent of the time but it is better than her. I would encourage all of our listeners to go to Facebook when you're listening to this and join the Fair, uh, Carol Baskins Killed Her Fucking Husband uh, Facebook page. Uh, it is absolutely amazing, and there are a lot of good memes out there about Carol Baskins, and they're hilarious. I am not even going to look that up. I I wanted to invite you so bad, but I knew you would never join it, <laughs> and that just broke my soul in half because it and it's, it's so funny i bet it is it is fucking they just flame her relentlessly in this group and you're just like god damn i don't even have that much time to like have that much hatred towards somebody or yeah at all no I'm, way yeah it's like i don't even know her personally I, I still don't like what she represents or like her her as a person like how I she's portrayed person so i can't formulate that sort of opinion I think the documentary did a pretty good I don't job. I mean like, I think the documentary did a good job of portraying her in the light that the documenter felt we wanted to see her, which is in no way fair ever, unless it was an autobiographical sort of thing, which it wasn't. Right. And even that is ridiculously biased. I mean, that's a good point. I guess we're just going to have to take our show to Big Cat Rescue when COVID-19 is over and request to meet carol personally you no know, that would be cool so we could so we I could think talk i'd rather to go to jeff lowe's zoo though bro we should plan a trip we that can take cool. the show there like hey we're a small podcast in yeah. the middle of ohio and we'd like to interview you and then we'll get some listeners and we'll get wow. some. that would be nuts that would be great let's plan it let's look at travel tickets <laughs> like as soon as we're done with this i'm i'm about this life nice. um yeah but that that episode eight, I thought it was the producer, but apparently some actor person called Netflix and put this all on. And the cowboy guy, um, going back to him for a minute, because I just read this article not 10 minutes ago. He actually um, did like a two hour interview. Like, I don't think with that guy who did the Netflix thing, mm. I think he did it with someone else. 
but um, it's recorded and you can buy it for three ninety nine, and it's gonna be basically the intro to this memoir that he's writing about his experience at the um, zoo. Interesting. So I I may break down when my stimulus check comes in and use that money to listen to that. And if this dude comes out with a book, I'm definitely buying it because uh-huh. I'm sure it'll be very interesting to like see because that's firsthand information. Yeah. Like he he dropped that bombshell, you know, that Joe didn't like the big cats. And I think that there could be more bombshells like that. All I want to know is who killed the fucking crocodiles? I want to know who blew those up. We probably won't know. Because allegedly, um, Alex was telling me the other day when we were talking, allegedly those crocodiles uh, belong to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I saw that too. Apparently that's a thing. It's just so weird how this documentary has spit out all these fun facts about things that we do not care about. Yeah, I wonder what... They were really not very vague. They were really vague about the order of operations in that. Because if those alligators belonged to Michael Jackson at one point, I doubt they did when they were at that zoo. And also, I think that the documentary doesn't give a good enough like indicator of like what life was actually like there. I think we're only seeing the bits and pieces, you know, again, that this well, person... Sure wants to paint but i mean i i'm very curious like how this operated for so long and how he got away with a bunch of the shit that he got away with um because if you listen to cowboy guy even he said in the little thing that we just watched he was like i am no longer credible as a journalist because i didn't report shit to people well, that's how he got away with it, because no one reported anything. Right. But, I mean, if you're sitting on that gold mine, <laughs> I I don't know, man. I'm still torn. Like, after learning some different things, like, after actually watching all of it and really looking at these people's lives, it's, it's really kind of sad, too. Although I am happy for Joe's ex-husband, the one that got teeth. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, he has a four-year-old daughter. He's not doing drugs anymore. You know, and the documentary didn't do a good job of like showing that he was that. clean. Yeah, and I don't I'm know. glad we got to see that though. Yeah, it's nice. I'm very glad that uh, the people who were in the zoo who worked for Joe are doing very well. It seems like mm-hmm. with their lives, either they're working for Mr. Low now, or they've just gone on to do, do their own stuff, do their own thing. Uh, I am curious to see though when Joe's first appeal comes up if the nation will like yeah they will that will be like on every news channel probably or if they're going to like expedite his appeals and shit just to milk this for all it's worth i hope not yeah that would be really shitty yeah it would yeah but tiger king tiger king is still really super fucking big yeah it's all the internet is talking about still i know it's can't go on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anything without seeing something about fucking Joe Exotic. Right. And he's not a good person. Well, no. I mean, good people don't get popular like that. That uh, I don't know. Mother Teresa. She's not popular like that. 
Oh, well, not like that. You're right. That is what I meant. <laughs> I didn't say good people don't get famous like that famous. They don't get popular like that, though. I just I just hate the fact that he ran as a libertarian. and Yeah, that was an insult to the party. His sc- campaign manager did that. I blame that, dude. <sighs> he tarnished again because now we're also dealing with the uh, – now that Bernie's out, uh, the libertarians still haven't picked their – candidate like officially yet but we we still have vermin supreme running for real he's still in yep damn it he is running as a libertarian i'll have to look into some of the other third party parties to see if they're all jokes like this i mean i know the green party has pretty much all fallen apart you haven't heard from them in a in a few years they they kind of they sprouted up in 2016 they're like we're here we're green and everyone was like we don't give a shit and then they kind of i guess decomposed and went back into the earth i don't know there's a constitution party back in like 2008 didn't that just later isn't that or 2012 didn't people just like leave that and basically make the far right of liberal uh libertarianism i don't know yeah I'm not quite sure how all that breaks down, but um, it'll be interesting to see. Now that Bernie's out, I don't think that Joe Biden can beat Trump. I hope not. I mean... Trump's not good, but at least he knows how to think still. Are you saying that Joe Biden doesn't know how to think? Correct, yes. Interesting. I don't know that much about Joe. He's senile. Is he? Yes. Not like extremely, but enough that he shouldn't be in any sort of leadership position or really even outdoors. Well, see, everybody was like saying that Bernie was too fucking old. Like I got into this argument the other day. It's not about whether he's old or not. It's about whether he's fit or not. Thank you. Because this person that I was talking to was like. How old is Bernie? What? He's like 80 something. Oh. He would be the oldest president elected if he was elected. Well, that's so far right now. Still, it's Trump. But yeah, it's like. They were like, "Well, he's just too old. I don't no, want him not. to. I don't want him to die in office." I'm like, "Even he wouldn't if, be the first one." Yeah, even if he did, it doesn't matter. Like, Bernie would have been a better option than Biden, I think personally. And these are my own personal thoughts. Um, probably, I, I think I would agree. I don't actually know that yeah. much about Biden, but as far as far as he used to believe stuff, I know. He's woefully uninformed about firearms, even when he was in command of his mental facilities. Well, also, Biden has given, from what I've read, uh, no clear indication of how to even combat this virus. Like, if if Trump, if he beats Trump Mm. and the virus continues on past the election. Uh, if it does, let's just throw out a, a horrible hypothetical. Sure. It's like he has no contingency plan. He he doesn't know. Biden doesn't strike me as a person who can rally people after something like this <clears throat> and stabilize the country the way it needs to be done. And neither does Trump, quite no. frankly. But Trump doesn't care enough, I don't think. See, Bernie Bernie actually cared, I think. I think Bernie I believe he does. was one of those people who genuinely thought like he could change things. And I That's respect that. That's admirable. But 
I don't like the methods he's chosen. I don't. I don't think that it's fair, though. Everyone's like, yeah, the communist is out and everything. Bernie's not a he's communist. He's not a communist, but yeah. he's still a way farther left than I really care for. I usually lean left. I in, lean left, in but most he's things, still much farther but... left than I am. I, I usually... Oh, there's a cool little... Sorry to cut you off. Oh, sure. There's a cool little uh, political compass thing that I did online a while back. Let me see if I can find... The results and i'll send you the link so you can take it because it's Ooh, fun that does sound fun i do like things like that oh, uh, mainly some of the things i'm for are conservative but like i do lean left in certain avenues and i think everybody does it's this well every rational person should be like a weighing, little bit left and a little bit right yeah like weighing the options but god yeah. forbid we have a party that do that that's established <laughs> hmm Speaking of parties, we had ourselves a little Star Wars party Friday. That's right. Oscar's bringing it back. Bringing it back to Star Wars. We did? Clone Wars. Oh, right. There's <laughs> another episode. Yeah. Uh, so we've watched a couple of episodes and not talked about them. There's the chart. Ah. It's like a four-part chart. The left, the right, the... So you're libertarian left. Yeah. You're a lefty. I told you. I lean left a little bit. You're an LL. Yeah, send me the link to that because I want to take that. Okay. Uh. Yeah, a lot of crazy shit is happening in Clone Wars. That's uh, true. I'm really excited that we got to see Darth Maul. Yeah, that was cool. In hologram. But uh, you you had made this comment that um, you don't understand how holograms work in the Star Wars universe. Cause... Well, I mean, he looked like Ahsoka could see him. And then he looked down as if he saw her out of the corner of his eye. Which indicates that on his end of the hologram, he's got that whole room to just look at. At his leisure, when really we know that both sides of holograms are just the one person you're talking to. Well, and if someone else decides to step into the screen, they appear, but you can't see the room ever. Right. Well, here's my theory on that. I've been thinking on that. So what if uh, the hologram technology, you know, usually when we see it, it's from ship to ship and it's usually a command deck Mm -hmm. where it's just like that one person talking, like you said. What if Maul installed um, basically our equivalent of like security cameras where when he hollows in, he can see. It's like he's standing in a hollow projection of the room kind of deal. That seems a bit much. That would be cool. I mean, it's the only logical way, unless you're telling me that he sensed through the force. Well, uh, that's what you said, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I I think they just did that because it's a kid's show and they don't really care. Right. about the sort of attention to detail that I value. <laughs> yeah. I I do think that it there was probably some uh force sensitivity there because we already know Ahsoka is like she's clearly not following the path of the Jedi anymore. She she's holding on to their ideals, but I'm sure that her actions are causing ripples in the force. Well, sure, she's still that a dark side user could sense that there's a disturbance. Well, I'm sure anyone could sense it. Any force user can sense any force user, especially if they're powerful. And Ahsoka's pretty up there as far as that goes. Right. I did like that. I like thinking that that's the direction they took. Yeah, uh, let's go. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. That's what we think happened. Um, yeah, but Maul apparently is now taking control of Crimson Dawn. Yeah, that was the, the first... Uh, 
chronological mention of it so far we've had. So now he's pitting the crime families against each other. He's still on Mandalore. So we know that Sidious has already been to Mandalore and fucked him up. Yeah, that but, was so funny. But yeah. kept him alive. So this is just, again, part of Sidious's plan, which I don't see... If it is part of Sidious's plan, here's what I don't understand. Sidious knows that he's going to win because mm-hmm. he's foreseen everything. Um, my big question is why then would you want, I mean, I guess it doesn't really affect your empire unless you've made like a deal with him, but I mean, the huts still operate, but like, why would he want Crimson Dawn to be doing all this illegal spice training and shit like that? Like, I just don't see the use for that in his new empire. His empire profits from it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they the Empire did. Um, uh, they made a lot of money off of some shady shit. Yeah, and yeah. with Darth Maul causing all these rifts in the underworld, that's one less thing for him to worry about. Him being Sidious kept kept the huts in line. Yeah, yeah. Even though the huts still kept their chunk of space during the Empire days, pretty much there were just patrols going through it. I mean, no one can ever really stop Jabba from doing what Jabba wants to do. Leia did a pretty good job. <clears throat> yes, yes. I mean, up until that point. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I don't think Palpatine was going to put on the slave girl outfit and dance around for Jabba. Well, had Jabba tried any nonsense with the Emperor, I'm oh, sure it... that would not have gone well for him at Could all. Could you imagine Sidious face-to-face with Jabba? Ooh, <laughs> that would be a very interesting conversation. I don't think it'd be a very long one, though. No, no, no. Palpatine would kill the shit out of him <laughs> so quickly. Oh, Lord. that That's great. But yeah, Clone Wars, is it's starting to pick up. We're starting to see. And then the... um, Oh, you said her name. The uh, Satil sister. Yeah, Bogaton. Yeah, she she's back in the picture. She's taking Ahsoka to Mandalore, apparently. Sure. Um, so we might get to see, cause we don't know how long this season's going to be true. So I think that, um, I think that we're going to see her and Maul confront each other in the next few episodes. That'd be neat because we saw them confront each other on Maul's side of the uh, trailer. When I don't remember it. Uh, it was. It wasn't the first one. It was the second one where it was. It did it through Ahsoka's side first and the Jedi side first, and then it uh, was Maul talking in the second one. And then the trailer ended with him like everything has now come to this. And then they light their lightsabers up. So nice. I really want to know how Darth Maul escapes and still continues to control the underworld. I'm. I'm escapes inter- what? Like obviously, if him and Ahsoka fight, he's gonna have to like run away. Because she doesn't kill him. Um, maybe he wins. Maybe he does. Ooh. That, that's never crossed my mind. <laughs> Honestly, that, that well, never crossed Well, as powerful as Ahsoka is, I don't think she could take on Maul. Maul has Especially too... not at that point. Right. Maul is more trained. He is fueled by... He's, and he's vicious, which he, Ahsoka simply is not. Right. His anger and rage and hatred literally kept him alive when he was cut in half. So... <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for that, but that... I am enjoying him being here now. Oh, yeah. He's a great He's a great Sith. I think that if Maul was actually like... He's not a Sith anymore. Well, not... You know what I mean. Yeah. But... um. 
if um, he does live he, up those principles pretty well. Right. If he was the emperor, though. I'd... Oh, dear. That would not be good for anybody. Well, no. He would run the galaxy into he, the ground. Yeah, he would. He's a great Sith, as you said, but he's not a leadership sort of Sith like that. I mean, he's strong enough to conquer criminals who only respond to strength because of the Sith training and the Force. But he doesn't have what it takes to rule a galaxy like Palpatine does. I mean, that's fair. He do, he would fly off the handle too quickly. I think that that would have been a much shorter-lived empire than Palpatine's empire. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of empires, you've been watching Letterkenny, and I am just so happy you're what finally watching it. What does that have to it. do with empires? <laughs> uh, they're the Canadian Hick Empire. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, yeah, so, that show is funny as heck. Yeah. We're we're now into Letterkenny where I haven't watched because I nice. stopped watching for a little bit. So like every episode we see from now on is like new to me. Uh, I didn't know that she broke up with both of them and then like got back with the one. And yeah, that's so vague. So you know the, well, the yeah hockey I player. know yeah. Well, I'm sure that most people have seen it. It's it's a pretty old show still. I know. Yeah, I'm a vague person. You know that. We can talk about that next time. We need to wrap it up for now. We sure do. Uh, again, guys, please follow the laws. If you're essential, thank you for going out every day and awesome. doing your jobs. Um, we appreciate all of our nurses, our STNAs, our doctors, our essential employees in the food services, and our grocery store workers. Thank you all so much for being the backbone of this country when we needed you the most right now during this crisis. Also, just follow the laws, guys. Let's just get through this, and then summer will be great. Um, on top of that, go check out Dead Magnolias, a uh, podcast that Megan and Nola do, to get your true crime and your paranormal fix. That's about all I had. All right, we're freaking bye. <laughs>